All right, we're going to uh, look at Exodus 14. So open up your Bibles. Do you have... That's Ezekiel, uh, Gabrielle. So Exodus is back where we were, where you see the people in the desert in your picture Bible. Emma and Caleb, are you there to Exodus 14? Yep. Yeah. Remember last time we talked about, um, like, if they face war, they might turn back. And then we had the bones of... Mo of where Moses had the bones of Joseph brought up, mm -hmm. and then the pillar of what by day? Pillar of a, cl a cloud. Uh, yeah. Pillar. A cloud pillar, and what by night? Fire. A pillar of fire, and God was, as Caleb said, God was like letting people know, I'm with you, and I know what to do and when to do it, um, and so that's that was very comforting for all of them, wasn't it? Let's. Uh, we should start with a song, shouldn't we? Do you want to do our, you want to sing the Oh the Lord is Good to Me together? That's a prayer. Okay, ready? Oh, the Lord is good to me, and so I thank the Lord for giving me the things I need. The sun and the rain and the apple seed, the Lord is gracious oh the Lord is good to us we're uh, we're doing this Exodus section because it's sort of like what's happening to us in the world where we have thanks for the beatbox Caleb good job we have weird things going on right in our lives different stuff what's different about your life right now um, the coronavirus is like taking over completely and yeah. so now we're not going to school and um, we're having online learning it's been tough mm -hmm. Gabrielle? And we're also away from our friends and our cousins can't come here anymore because of the coronavirus oh I know and we had so many things to show them I know didn't get a chance. Yeah, that's sad. The trip things. from Grandma and Grandpa. Elsie? Um, we don't get to see them because cause the coronavirus is, is making them be sick. I'm, I'm thankful you can say coronavirus, little lady. Good job. Uh, so the Israelites were also doing something new and different. They had to adjust. I'm sure it was stressful and um, had its own temptations, right? So what we talked about last time is how God was doing lots of different things to make sure they understood that he was with them and that they knew they were safe and they were loved um, because that's how God treats us too. And he, he gave us his word so we can do that. So let's look at chapter 14 and see what happens next. Let's see what happens next. All right, for, chapter 14. Um, Emma, can you read the paragraph? Can you read the paragraph of like verses 1 through 4, Exodus 14? Mm -hmm. Then the Lord said to Moses, Tell the Israelites to turn back and encamp near, near Pi-Hiroth, between Migdal and the sea. They are to encamp by the sea, directly opposite Baal-Zephon. Pharaoh will think the Israelites are wandering around the land in confusion, hemmed in by the desert. 
and I will harden Pharaoh's heart, and he will, he will pursue them. But I will gain glory for myself through Pharaoh and all his army, and the Egyptians will know that I am the Lord. So the Israelites did this. What was happening? So they came, remember how we said the shortcut uh, to the land of Canaan where Abraham had been? The shortcut for, for the Israelites to get back was along the sea. But instead, God had them go to the south and not by the Philistines, remember that? Mm -hmm. And he had them go down, and he was they were going like away in a different direction. And then, now what is God saying? He just said to do what? Turn back. Turn back. Like, turn around. And when Pharaoh hears a report that the Israelites like went one direction and then turned around again, what was he going to think? They're just wandering around and they don't know where they're going to go. Right. And so what new idea might Pharaoh have in his head to do with the Israelites? That he could still come and get them back as slaves. Yeah. He's going to have second thoughts about, I shouldn't have let them go and um, I'm going to go and get them for myself. God told all the people about that happening before it happened. Wasn't that cool? God said, you turn back, then Pharaoh will think this, he's going to come and get you, and God was going to do what? Do you remember what Emma read in verse 4? Harden Pharaoh's heart. And? Harden Pharaoh's heart, and then what, and then, Caleb? And then he will uh, gain glory for himself through Pharaoh and all his army. Yeah, Pharaoh thought he was going to get something glorious and goody-goody out of all this. But instead, God is saying, I'm going to get glory for myself. And is that a good thing? Do we want God to be glorified? Yeah. Yeah. What do you think that means for God to get glory for himself? Um. Then um, if he gets glory, people would probably hear about him because he's, he's glorified. Just like how King Solomon was so rich and wise he was glorified so much that lots of people heard about him and yeah. like came to like visit him so. it brought honor to god and his name it brought honor to god and his power people would tell stories about god and the way the true god protected the israelites even when pharaoh came after them in the wilderness. So all these things God says, I'm going to, would you be afraid if God said, I'm going to gain glory for myself through this? Get ready. I'm going to gain some glory for me. Would you be afraid? Mm -hmm. I, I hope not because God mm -hmm. was saying, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to do it. But I think that once the Israelites see Pharaoh's army coming after them, how are they going to feel? What do you think would happen? I give up. Just, just take me back. I give up. Yeah, I, I surrender. Wave the white flag. What were you going to say, Gabrielle? I would say that <clears throat> they, well, when they were dying in the desert, mm -hmm. remember when they said, it would have been better to be slaves in Egypt. At least we got food there. Yeah. But it would still hurt. You are. That they would be. You are right. That's what they are going to do. They were in something new and different, 
and we can kind of tell that their faith was not very strong in God, and they didn't really like God's plans or God's ways, and so they quickly grumbled and complained against Moses and against God and his leadership. Let's look at what um, happens next. Guess what? What happens next is pretty much what God said would happen. <laughs> Verse 5, Caleb, can you read some, some verses there? Read that paragraph. When the king of Egypt was told that the people had fled, Pharaoh and his officials changed their minds and about them and said, What have we done? We have let the Israelites go and, and have lost their services. So he had his chariot made ready and took his army with him. He, he took 600 of the best chariots, along with all the other chariots in Egypt, with officers over all of them. The Lord hardened the heart of Pharaoh, king of Egypt, so that he pursued the Israelites, who were marching out boldly. The Egyptians all... The Egyptians, all Pharaoh's horses and chariots, horsemen and troops, pursued the, the Israelites and overtook them as they camped near the sea, camped by the sea near Phi-Hahiroth, mm -hmm. opposite baal Zephon. It's kind of weird reading old place names, isn't it, Caleb? Mm -hmm. Yeah, but you did a good job. So... Did what God said was going to happen? Did it happen? Yeah. 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 Pharaoh got everybody ready, and they were gonna, they were gonna come after them, and so this was the time God said was He was gonna gain glory for Himself, so all the Egyptians would know that uh, there was a God with the Israelites. This was a time for God to do something big for them. Do you think that what we're going through right now is a time for God to do something big for us? Yes. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And I hope that it creates opportunities for people to know that the Lord is God, right? And, and that there's a lot of things we can't control, but God has a story. Uh, and God is trying to show people that um, we can't trust ourselves, but we can certainly trust him. And there's a, there's a lot of opportunities we have to to tell people about how good our God is to us, right? We get to tell people how good our God is to us um, in no matter what our circumstances because of his love. Does that make you think about anything else? Well, it helps us know that God's with us and... Mm-hmm. It gives you comfort, doesn't it? Even though we're doing different things in a different kind of time. It kind of helps us remember that he's always with us and we're, we're brave enough to do things that are dangerous in our lives and hard for us to do. Yeah, you mean like things that might make us afraid or things that are troubling to us. We're not, we're yeah, not afraid in the middle. Yeah, that stuff like that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think it also um, reminds us that we can do anything with God. Nothing's really impossible. And that if we are feeling scared, we can always just pray to Him and ask Him for strength. Yeah. We don't always know the outcome. 
Um, we don't know, always know all the outcomes we'd like to know, right, when we're curious. But we do know that God is going to be glorified, and we do know that we're going to go to heaven. We do know that he loves us and forgives us our sins. And we have all of this security surrounding us, right, this safety from God that's with us. Elsie? Um, and, and you, you can also... You can also what? You can also do something. You can do what? You can also do a thing that needs your 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 faith from God to show love. Mm-hmm. So, Elsie, do you mean like you mean like helping? We need help from God and stuff like that. Do you mean like that? Okay. Yeah, and, w and with our faith, we can do things that are loving, she said. You know, we can do things that are loving uh -huh. and, um, and know that God will bless, will bless everybody just the way he wants to bless them. And, and uh, he always has good things in mind for us, even if he took us home to heaven, right? Mm -hmm. Even if he took us home. Uh, we know that that's the best. That that's the best. We're not afraid. Well, let's look at one last um, little bit here, okay? Let me follow along as I read at verse 10. As Pharaoh approached, the Israelites looked up, and there were the Egyptians marching after them. They were terrified and cried out to the Lord. They said to Moses, Was it because there were no graves in Egypt that you brought us to the desert to die? What have you done to us by bringing us out of Egypt? Didn't we say to you in Egypt, leave us alone? Let us serve the Egyptians. It would have been better for us to serve the Egyptians than to die in the desert. Moses answered the people, do not be afraid. Stand firm and you will see the deliverance the Lord will bring you today. The Egyptians you see today, you will never see again. The Lord will fight for you. You need only to be still. Moses knew that God was going to show his power and strength and keep his promises to this people. And that's our confidence too. And so we are still in our hearts and our souls. We know that God is protecting us all the time. And uh, we can stand firm in our confidence and we don't have to be afraid. Let's pray together, okay? Lord, help us to not be afraid. Help us to let nothing come in between us and our trust and faith and confidence and love for you. Open our eyes to see the many ways you bless, even though it feels like our life is getting turned around, even though it seems like enemies and evil things are, are coming right for us. Um, help us uh, help us understand that your glory is on display in your way. Help us to understand your full blessing in all things, and we will not be afraid. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Amen.